What's up, Stitches? Welcome back to this week's episode of Let's Gossip with Meredith and Steph. We are finally back. We had one week off, little, you know, corporate America work (laughs) trip, but we got a lineup of gossip for you this week. Mayor, give us the skinny. Guys, you know, nothing makes my heart warmer than talking about gossip, and we are here to deliver. So... We're going to start off with some Bachelor updates and Bachelor drama. Then we're going to talk about Billie Eilish's Vogue cover. And then we're going to finish off with a good old Tristan Thompson cheating scandal. What is new? So we're here to give you some updates for our new schedule. So technically, by the time you guys are listening to this, it'll be about two weeks since our last episode. And let's just say, me and Meredith, normally when we record, we get started, we rattle off and run our mouths with no prob. Taking a week off is like, wait, no. I forget how to speak. I go, what is our normal intro, which we do every week for like the past, like how many months since like June. For real. And so, you know what? We're a little rocky, little rocky today. <laughs> but so the new schedule, pay attention because we got a lot coming up here. We're oh. having to switch our schedule from normally our episodes are, you guys can listen on Thursdays. And we film on Tuesdays, the Tuesday before. But now, ladies and gents, mm-hmm. we have Siesta Key and we also have Bachelor. So we really had to switch switch it up to accommodate for both because what bachelor will now the new season in june will come out on like mondays yes and then siesta key which starts on what may 12th may yes. 14th next week baby next week we are back with siesta key so you guys literally only have a week to um start binge watching if you haven't watched the show because this shit is gold and so the new episode will be released on mondays that way you can catch up on the week prior of bachelor and siesta key before the new episode's are out for those shows. It shall be out Monday mornings. Set your alarm. Yeah. Mark your calendars, ladies. And if, you know, I always have that with other podcasts that I listen to. It's like I wake up and I know what days they're coming out, but in the in-between days, I'm like, all right, like, well, what am I going to listen to? Well, you guys know that when you open your eyes... <laughs> You crack those eyelids open. You got a brand new episode. Monday morning and you get the crackhead energy out of us too. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't ask for anything more. Hey, we're about five tequila shots deep. No questions asked. Okay, so now let's get into the drama. I mean, that's what we're all here for. Truly. So let's start off with our tried and true Bachelor drama because guys, it's always in full supply. And you know, this kicks off with Bachelor with Katie's season. She's a new Bachelorette that's about to come out for us in June. And so they've been filming. I think they just wrapped filming. No, yeah, she's done. And you know how we all feel about the promo. I mean, just they spent about two cents on it. It's garbage. But since we filmed last, there has been a second promo. And that second promo that we haven't talked about is the one what everybody's talking about is like be a Katie t-shirt. She's wearing t-shirt. like a t-shirt with like a like a, she's a fairy we- skirt. Like a frilly. She, she's wearing her purple gown with just a t-shirt <laughs> That's over That's what it. I thought. I'm like, okay, and it's the be a Katie. And on top of that, they're like throwing in flashes of her like arguing with all of the other girls. I'm just like, this is not no quite it. I will say I did think it was way better than the first right. one. It's just like the tacky, the just a straight white background. Right. The tacky purple dress because they're trying to do the vibrate vibe right 
and then a t-shirt over the gown. It's like everything about it. I go, are we back in the 2000s? For real, it's the be a Katie. It's like, that would be like you wearing a shirt. Be a Steph. What? Be a Steph. Like, you don't want to be a Steph. <laughs> and it's like, what makes you think I want to be a Katie? I love what Katie. What does that even mean? But it, I don't know. Is it like the fact that she stands up for people? A I'm not 100% t-shirt? sure on that. That's like a, you know, like probably like tied in the back with a ponytail. <laughs> no, like it is tied. School. It oh absolutely yeah, it is totally tied. is. No, so it's not great is no. what we're getting at. It's no Hannah B. Mm. Cinderella gown with the crown, okay? And so what really kicks off the drama here is obviously everyone's been wondering, is Chris Harrison, you know, gonna continue? He took time off from being the host after the scandal. Right. And the big thing is like, is he gonna be like the new host for The Bachelor, like the next upcoming seasons? Right. And obviously we all knew like through the grapevine or whatever that for Katie's season, it's been from the beginning like Tasha and Caitlyn right. who are, were gonna take over as being the host. Right. But that's all we saw. However, behind the scenes apparently, all of the producers, the franchise, the show, they were all ready to bring Chris Harrison back. Yeah. However, they needed to get it approved by Katie. And Katie flat out said no. And then immediately right after that, went on Twitter and tweeted, Chris Harrison will not be the host of the show. Mm-hmm. However, I, I just see where Katie was in a really tough spot. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know what her relationship was like with Chris Harrison, but it's like, she either can say, yeah, I don't care. But then people will be mad that he's back. Right. Or she's like, no, I don't want him to come, which satisfies all the people in America that are upset. However, now the producers are mad at her and she's got like an X on her back where they're all like pissed at her for saying no. You're the producers. And obviously the producers are probably like, we want to one, bring Chris Harrison back just because he's always been a part of it. But two, Chris Harrison, the rumors of him trying to sue the franchise for not, you know, bringing him back and letting him go. And it's like Katie obviously has a lot of friends from the show that are people of color that had a big issue with what Chris Harrison said. So it's like, She wants to be on their side. Either way, she's in a shit spot. And also it's like, it's not like she gives a shit if he's around, like where it's like, oh yeah, I miss having him around or like, I'm worried about what legal trouble we're going to get. It's It's like, like, she um, doesn't give a shit about Chris. No, it's like, you fucked up. You said the wrong shit that you shouldn't have. I'm sorry, but you're going to have to be held accountable. If that means you're off the show, you're off the show. Yeah. And frankly, the only person to really blame for this besides Chris is the show. Because it's like, we always speculated that the show was driving Chris to defend Rachel since Rachel was the winner. So it's like when he got onto that podcaster interview with Rachel Lindsay, it's like he was probably doing what the show was asking, defending Rachel because she wins. Right. So from Chris Harrison's point of view, he's probably like, fuck you guys. That's why he's probably suing at exactly. the same time. He's like, I'm doing what you asked of me. And now it turned around and bites me in the ass. Right. But at the end of the day, it's like, those words were your words. Rachel said, you know, like no one was doing any coercing. Nobody mm-hmm. was leading the interview. So who knows? And that first statement that came out basically, like I th- want to say it was like E! News, this whole issue of Katie saying, no, she doesn't want him back and the, how the producers, she was the last one to ask and everyone's like kind of astonished, you know, like, oh, wow, you don't want him back. Because they really thought that she was going to be like, yeah, bring him back. No problem. Right. I don't care. But people are saying that the reason that Katie's promos look so bad and look so cheap is because of the producers. It's like they didn't really like her, so they're not going to really shine her in the best light. Right. Which is so funny because it's like, I wonder if they do that with other bachelors and bachelorettes right. it's like you know like i think of like juan pablo peter it's like i wonder if the producers actually liked him as a person or if they're like i don't give a shit if america hates you yeah right i mean <laughs> i feel like that that's their main goal is like we need controversy so like let's shine you in whatever light but assuming if they like really like someone it's like all right i'll probably like 
Right, like they liked the way, Hannah B. Yeah, they loved Hannah B. And guess what? She's doing frolicking through a yeah, meadow with exactly. a crown and a Cinderella dress. Katie gets a dollar store T-shirt that someone ironed the words on. <laughs> like for real though. So that was the first post. The follow-up post about Katie saying no about Chris Harrison is the most. I mean, no. astronomically misogynistic, fucked up statement I've ever read. I think it was on E! News. Yeah. So basically, I think where people are getting these statements, it's like everybody has like their sources that work for the show that are writing in their thoughts. So this is kind of like another one of those. The first one was about like the producers not liking Katie. This one's more about Chris Harrison and that the guys, you know, they can't relate to Tasha and Caitlin. They don't know how to talk to them. Okay, read the post. There's multiple points here so we can can talk about each one. Don't you worry. So the first part, it says, a source close to production exclusively tells E! News that Chris's presence was missed because the guys always go to him for advice and view him as a wise older guy and the ladies go to him as a father figure. Katie's contestants couldn't get the same advice from Tasha and Caitlin. Absolutely. Shut your mouth. Shut oh, your mouth. Oh, the girls see Chris Harrison as like a father figure and the men see him as a wise old man. Shut the fuck up. Dude, for real. When Steph read that to me, I'm like, <laughs> no way. It's like, So what I'm hearing here is guys can't take advice from women. It's like, oh, you can't take advice from Tasha and Caitlin. Let me tell you, that's probably the most honest and great advice you're getting. Show me a clip where Chris Harrison is really giving some great advice. advice. And if he's ever giving advice that's not on camera that we don't see, it's manipulating because he's a producer. Exactly. It's like, I think back to Matt's season when Matt's dad came in and stuff. Matt was like, I don't know if I can finish the show, like all back and forth. It was like, Chris was being so unhelpful. Yes. Not adding a single bit of wisdom. He's got ulterior motives. It's like Caitlyn and Tasha being the host instead of Chris. They like, they've actually been the lead and they've also been a contestant. They've been on Bachelor in Paradise. It's like, if anything, they actually understand what it's like to be in these guys' shoes. Not Chris Harrison, who's got a show to run and ulterior motives. Exactly. And it's like, frankly, girl advice, I'm sorry, is always better than male advice. I'm sorry. Exactly. And it's like, because I feel like, if you're hearing it from Tasha and Caitlin, it's like they're going to give you genuine advice. For, to a guy about the girl that they're trying to get with. Not so, like to a girl about a guy. Right. It's like you are getting the inside scoop from women about a girl that you're trying to date on the show. Exactly. Like, do you want to understand women or do you just want to hear another male's point of view? And also like the point of like, you know, every, all the contestants always views him as like a, a father figure, a wiser, older man. It's like, no, we don't. Multiple <laughs> contestants, like, or I forget who it was that said where they're like, we don't see Chris Harrison unless he's popping in for a second to do like his intros and stuff. Right. Or if you make it to like the top three and they have a couple clips with you with him. And she's like, other than that, we don't like spend time, you know, you know, heart kicking to heart, back. kicking back, having a beer and talking about your life issues or The Bachelor with Chris. It's like, right. I'm sorry, but I promise you those women on the show that are like our age when they're on the show right. are not looking at Chris Harrison like a father figure. No, not at all. Never would I be like, Chris, can you just step aside with me and talk Call to me through him on my cell. Like, oh my God, thank God you're here as the host. I need all of this advice. Go fuck yourself. You know what this reminds me of? This interview, or it's not an interview. It's a speech from Reese Witherspoon. And she was talking about when she was growing up in Hollywood and she was auditioning for roles. And finally she was like, you know what? I get to the point in the script every single time where the woman turns to the man and says, what do we do? And she goes, never in my life have I ever had a situation where it's like the woman doesn't know what to do. The woman always knows what to do. She goes, we tell tell young children, if you're in a state of crisis, 
Find a woman. Yeah. It's like, so what do you mean if you were in a crisis situation where you're like, need a man to tell you what to do next? It's like that woman's already got a full fucking itinerary of what yeah. to do next. I'm already six t- steps ahead of you. Exactly. It's the same fucking thing here. It's like, do not tell me that these men are just like, oh my God, I don't know what to do because Chris Harrison's not here. This season is just so awful. I could never do this without Chris Harrison. Get over yourself. And on top of that point, They also continue to say that Chris was also missed in the sense that he is the mediator and the voice of reason on set and that the guys in it feel like they could necessarily vent or have therapy sessions with Taysha or Caitlin. It's easy with Chris because he knows the drill in the process. Is this Chris Harrison writing it in? For real. Because it comes right out after Katie saying no to him and then it's all like, but he is so missed. Like, no. And he's... also it's like, he knows the process. What does that mean? Um, and right back to what we said. It's like, um, if anyone knows the process, it's, it's Tasha and Caitlyn because they were actually a part in the same shoes as these guys. Right. Exactly. And also for the guys being like, oh, I can't talk to Tasha and Caitlyn. It's like, when you talk to Chris, do you not think he's trying to like hoe you? He's listening to you so that he can use the material to no twist shit. it around on you. No shit. I think of when Ed showed up at Chris's room. It's like they purposely sent him to Chris's room instead of sending him to Tasha's. Right. It's like they're hoeing you time and time and time again. Exactly. And Chris is the ringleader. Yep. Oh, get, get a load of this. <laughs> this next quote from it. Ultimately, filming had a different vibe this season, says the second source, who attributes the change to the newfound gender dynamics between the female hosts and the male contestants. And then they go in to say about it was a lot of female energy in one bubble and hard for Katie to have the full spotlight because Tasha and Caitlin have extremely outgoing personalities. That right there is also what absolutely sends me. Oh, me too. Let's start with the first thing. Yes. The female energy. Mm. It's like there's too much female energy. It's like, oh, wait, so 30 guys and three girls there's just way too much fucking estrogen up in here not the 30 dudes with the male host and then the one female lead it's like excuse me you have 30 guys that you can confine in through the process who would katie have if Tasha and caitlin weren't the host it's like she'd have chris harrison as if Chris Harrison's really having her best interest in mind. It's like, Caitlyn and Tasha at least understand being the Bachelorette and their advice to Katie is worth way more than Chris Harrison's advice to exactly. Katie. Don't and you ever bring up gender dynamics. Like, of course we have for the first time in the show, two women being the hoes. And it's like the gender dynamics. <laughs> They're taking the spotlight away from the lead. Um, Everyone can shine. Katie is literally the Bachelorette, the main lead. She's got plenty of spotlight. And, and also, yeah, it's like Tasha and Caitlyn, they have solid relationships. Tasha's engaged. Caitlyn's dating Jason. It's like, they don't have any ulterior motives. They're just here because the fucking franchise asked them. Exactly. And also, can we not be making the fact that they're outgoing and bubbly a negative thing? Like, oh, they're so yeah. outgoing and bubbly. They're taking the spotlight Once away like, from Katie. Why are we saying women are competing when that has, those words have never come out of any of those three girls' mouths? Nope, not at all. Unless they said, I felt like the spotlight was taken from me. It's no one else's opinion. We can all shine. Let's stop like women against women. Like For really, real. if it was all a bunch of dudes, this would never be a topic to discuss. Oh, because the dudes aren't thinking Chris Harrison's fighting for them. You know, it's like, it's not like the guys are being like jealous of Chris Harrison. And the whole point of like Tasha and Caitlin are so beautiful and so bubbly. Yeah. It's taking away from them. It's like, actually, it's not. 
And if the guy contestants are so just distracted, distracted by Tasha and Caitlyn, then you aren't the person for Katie anyways. Exactly. That's literally the next thing where it's like, like Caitlyn and Tasha, they're very attractive and fun and familiar. So it's kind of distracting from Katie being the only desirable woman there. I oh. will light this person on fire, whoever typed this Not in. Not the desirable woman. And it's like, no. also, keep your dick in your <laughs> pants. They're engaged. And what are you going to be? Are you thinking you're going to sway them? Are you thinking you're going to make them fall in love right. with you? It's like, you need to set your eyes on Katie and Katie only because if you try to ever make a move or like what? were distracted by Tasha and Caitlyn. Who would ever do that? Who would do that? That would literally ruin their reputation. And how like it drew attention away because Caitlyn and Tasha are so familiar with the franchise. Is Chris Harrison that? If you're right. saying that like it's a distraction because everyone knows those girls, everyone knows Chris Harrison. Right. So when he walks in the room, I'd be like, if anything, you're a bigger name than Tasha and Caitlyn. No, and also it's the fact of it. Then why did you choose the most recent Bachelorette to be your host then? The fucking franchise chose them. It's like, why not choose like Deanna, yeah. who's like super a part of the franchise, but she was the Bachelorette like 10, 15 years ago. Right. And it's like, then she would be a little bit older, a little bit more motherly and like a little bit more you know comforting in the men right. but you chose two hot girls that are super part of the franchise and one of them was the bachelorette less than a year ago no so shit. it's like if you didn't want people being like focused on Tasha and Caitlyn then you should have fucking chose a different host exactly and it's also like Ugh. how is someone has spun this to be a negative thing where I'm like yeah Great. Tasha and Caitlyn, they both have great energy. They're th their energies match. You know, right. like they're a great duo. Also, if I was the Bachelorette, I would be happy that I get to confide in them and yeah. talk to them over Chris Harrison. It's like, I wouldn't think like, oh my God, all the guys like these right. two engaged women. So while we are not pleased with anything to do with these statements from Chris Harrison <laughs> or whatever, let's get on to some other Bachelor drama. So not sure if you guys saw, but Matt and Rachel are officially back together. They are working on their relationship. <laughs> exclusively working like on each other's relationship like he's not seeing anyone else and I you know what I can't say I'm surprised no so I remember we always were saying when the show was airing like they'll totally get back together after yes. the show they'll totally get back together however after I watched the after the final rose I was like Matt seemed really upset right hurt hindered which I'm sure he was no matter what right but it's like I can't tell if they were playing it up for the camera where it's right. like we're really upset with each other you know like we're never getting back together because it's like the show hasn't been done for that long, and they've been spotted numerous times before Matt came out and said that he's with Rachel. Right, and I wonder, like, before when they before that final rose ceremony, I wonder if, like, he was clear with her on, like, you know, let's take a break for now, but then we'll get back together, or if he was, like, we're, like, I want to know if he was, like, like stringing her along, like, right. we're going to say we're on a break right now, and it's, like, I mean, I'm probably not telling her I'm going to give you a hard time, like, when it's airing. You know, he's probably, right. I must, like, those looked like his true emotions when he was talking. Right. But it seemed so, like, we are done, you Like, know? was this the game plan? Let the drama and let the press settle down. Let her just take all the heat by herself. For real. <laughs> and then, you know, once it dies down, we'll come, we'll get back together. It's like, at the end of the day, I am happy that they're working on their relationship. Yeah. I honestly, like, really don't give a shit. Because it's like, Matt, I really don't see him committing no matter who it right. is. It, he just really seems, like, not ready in every and sense of the world. And that's what we should have known from the beginning when he said that. He goes, every time when it's just about to be super serious, he runs. I'm just now coming to the conclusion. I don't know how we have it. <laughs> but where 
That is probably almost why he was so apt to picking Rachel the whole time because he's looking at her the same way that we see her as being a little more immature. He isn't expected to propose and be a, a full wife and kids right during the show or at the end right. of the show. You know, mm-hmm. it's like he's looking at her like that's a typical, you know, girlfriend for a few Where, months, you know, but with Michelle, it's, it's like I am endgame. signing up with her for end game. Yes. So that's why he's into Rachel because he knows there's a little bit of that give for him. Exactly. And that gives him more and more and more time to push it off and push it off. Exactly. Sign sealed delivered. delivered. Now let's move on to Billie Eilish's Vogue cover. Guys. I'm- I, I mean, it is getting hot and steamy up in here. It shook the fucking world, let me tell you. So we know Billy as, you know, she had her last look. You know, we talked about how she just switched up her look. Her last one was oversized clothing, the green and black hair, you know, right. total like. Everybody is saying that this whole new album and Billy's new look is like Ariana's sweetener right. era. When Ariana dyed her hair blonde and she put sweetener out and so angelic yeah. almost. That is Billy's new vibe is yeah. angelic. And like we, just so like blonde and sweet and like whatever. And we literally were just saying how it's like, you know, we were so like shocked by her hair transformation from the black and the green to Miss Cute Marilyn Monroe Blondie. For real. Like. And it's like the voluptuous curls, you know, like the right. way different look. Totally. And then she pulls out all the stops on this Vogue photo shoot. Not the bustier. Not the bustier. The waist cincher. I mean, oh, the, the, the fishnets. The fishnets, the heels. Everything about it was I've just... never seen her body fully. No. Which is, that was her thing. Which right. is the point why everyone's... Also, this is like a controversy of these new photos. And what pisses me off is the fact that it is a controversy. It's not just a celebration like, oh my God, like look how good Billy looks. It's like, oh, she's sold out to Hollywood. Like she's just taking all of this for the money. She's completely sold out. She said that she was going to go the rest of her career without showing her body. But it's like, if you want to think about it, she was an actual fucking child. A she was 16 year old when she came out with Ocean Eyes, which was like her big thing. Exactly. And then it was like, you're forgetting that literally she's 19 right now. Right now. It would be essentially the same thing if you dress really modest in high school and then you went to college and you break out the fucking crop top. Exactly. It's, it's like, like, bitch, she's getting older. She's more comfortable with her body. And she's like, you know what? I'm fucking hot. Like, I don't understand why people are understanding that we are literally watching her grow up in fame. She's going to have multiple phases. And also, that's what celebrities do. I don't know why everyone's acting like Billie Eilish. This is a crazy turnaround. Like, yeah, it's a drastic change. But it's also like we've seen Miley Cyrus, Demi Lovato. It's also Vogue. Exactly. Like It's they're a gonna, magazine cover. It's high fashion. They're going to put her in some elaborate ass shit. It's not like she's just fucking strolling around on the next dress from Forever 21. It's like they're doing high couture fashion on her. And this is Billy finally being like, I'm fucking hot. And you know what? I like feeling hot. And she's allowed to. She's a woman now. She was a child before. For real. And it's like, why? We're going to see a million faces out of her. And it's like, I guarantee this is all the fucking men straight up. Not to be a man hater because obviously (laughs) we love a few of them. But it's just like, I don't see any woman shaming her. You know, it's just like, it's the men like, oh, she's sold out. Why is she doing this? She is old enough now and she's so famous. She can do and wear whatever she wants we I mean like think of the photo shoots with our Kardashians or anyone when they do big photo shoots they're wearing like out of the box shit different things than their normal style I would say exactly it's for a Vogue 
photo shoot. It's going to be different and good for her. And also the hair and then coming out with this, if anything, I'm like, that is the best PR move. I'm for like, real. you got the new hair and then you know what? Let's switch it up. Your new vibe is I don't give a fuck about what people think about my body. Let's for show real. it off. And to top it all off, the fact that her new album is coming out and the album title is Happier Than Ever. It's Thank like, you. so she's happier than she's ever been in her life. She is changing up her hair. She's feeling hot and everybody's going to come and talk shit. It's like, if anything... I wasn't the biggest fan of her, like, goth look. I wanted the Ocean Eyes vibes a little bit more, you know? Like, I was ready for her to transition from that whole phase. Right. Which was expected. I don't know why everyone's surprised. Right. and, And it's also, she even said how she's like, before I was famous, she's like, I would wear still the baggy clothes. She's like, I didn't want anyone to, like, see what I looked like. Right. And she goes, then especially becoming so famous and doing these world tours and being so famous, she's like, that especially made me want to hide my body because everyone's got an opinion. And now... She's finally letting that guard down and wearing whatever she wants because she looks damn good and people got shit to say about it now. It's like, oh I God. will literally, and I mean literally, fight anybody yeah. that has anything negative to say. She looks so good and I'm I'm ready for her next And you too. know what? What's great about it is you can tell she loves the pictures as much yes. as we do. Posting and posting and posting. She's posted like 10, 11 photos yeah. of the Vogue shoe. Abso-fucking-lily. This is ex- I want to I want to see what the music is going to be. Right, because her voice is so angelic yeah. and like sweet and, you know, like soft. It's yeah. like, this is totally, you know, it fits. And, and also she's even from the start a really unique um like celebrity or pop star. You know what I yeah. mean? She's not a basic, always just done her own thing. She wants all of her music to be like so completely unique different. and completely different. Her look, it's like totally. But she's keeping us on our toes. Absolutely. And I was ready for a new beginning. All right, and let's finish off gossip of the week by the biggest scandal we've had in quite a minute, peeps. I mean, uh, we all literally saw this coming. I mean, I wish Chloe would have just called me back and would have been like, what was your advice this whole time? Right. Tristan Thompson cheating scandal once again. I guess let's start from the tippity tippity top. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, Tristan, the claims are coming from back in January. Mm. Back in January, he slept with this model named Sydney and then Sydney released the story blah 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 on a blah, podcast blah. like a, a while back like and it's just now kind of blowing up like she put this on a podcast like a hot sack ago right so I guess let's start with like my first point with this is like Tristan technically at this time was not with Chloe but as far as we know publicly they weren't Chloe together. and Tristan still have not ever said like we are official but we have seen it time and time again. She's wearing it's a fucking engagement ring. Engagement ring, which now oh, she's gone. Yeah. Now she's not wearing that in any of her photos. And it's like this whole past year, her big thing about everything we've seen with Tristan and her relationship is that obviously Tristan, if he wants to be so badly in Chloe's life, For he's real. been trying to like earn the trust back. I mean, you basically hooked up with her sister, little sister's best friend, one of the many cheating scandals, Absolutely. while she's about to deliver your child. Yeah. So obviously, since then, he's been like not like trying to get on her good graces. And it's like, I mean, to us, Technically, like, they never came out and said we are official. Oh, don't, sh- don't get me fucking wrong. I right. still, but 100%, I don't give a shit if you guys aren't together. Even even them two, their convos. Even no. if Chloe said we're not official, doesn't matter. Your ass has been in the doghouse and it still is. And, and you're, that- you're trying to get me back and send me diamonds and send me necklaces. And you're you constantly changed. commenting on my pictures and you want to co-parent with True. But then that actually doesn't mean fucking shit. Because then you're just going to go hook up with all these random bitches. And I mean, I'm probably, this girl is probably one of a bajillion. And it's like, how is that 
earning her trust back. No, you're really not that sorry because if you were really sorry, you wouldn't be going and hooking up with random girls who are trying to get back your baby mama. Exactly. Like, and Chloe's even had been saying like how she's trying to have a second kid with him. Yeah. Just, I feel so bad. Like, I hate feeling bad for Chloe about it because it's like, dude, you're so dumb. But it's also like, I understand that she's in a tough spot. One, she loves him. Two, they've got a child together. I understand that. And like, especially the Kardashians, it's like, They've all had, you know, where, like, the parents or whether there's cheating or breakups between, right. like, the parents, they always keep the families tight and close. Right. You know, like, even Like when, Scott and Courtney. Exactly. Like, Scott was a fucker and cheated all the time and they weren't together, but they still are close-knit because they want to keep their families tied together, you know? Right. But... Tristan and Chloe, I'm sorry, but everyone has tried to tell you. Yeah. It's like, if you want to be with Tristan and genuinely be with Tristan, then you need to have an open relationship. And that's what it comes down to. That is the only way it will work. But Chloe's not that kind of girl. It's like many girls aren't that type of girl, but it's like, listen, your boyfriend travels around. Your boyfriend fucking is a mega star, an NBA star. And it's like, you're a star. There's a lot of times where you guys aren't together. So it's like, unless you can one thousand percent trust him which that's out of the, the window out of the question for the rest of their lives exactly so it's like if you want to be with tristan you have to be willing to accept the fact that he is going to be with other women yep. which includes an open relationship and you know what i wonder like i'm sure she's not cool with it but she probably low-key obviously knows that he's probably doing shit on the side but when it comes out to the press it's like now you're making me and your daughter look fucking stupid exactly you're embarrassing your family because everybody is now coming back on clothes. Yeah, exactly. a million times. We're like, talking about, I'm Chloe. saying, Chloe, how stupid are you? Exactly, because it's like, Chloe, read the room. Right. Read the fucking room. It's like, you know Tristan as a human being and that he's going to cheat, 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 cheat. Right. So if you aren't okay with him cheating, then you just got to be done with him. Or you come out to the press and say, we have an open relationship. And then everyone's like, all right, Gucci, that's yeah, fine. Everyone- there are so many celebrities that have open relationships yeah. for this reason alone. It's like, you guys are spending months apart. He's traveling with the team. You got to come to the understanding. It's like, he is going to cheat on you while you're fucking delivering a baby also i've heard that tristan is now sending cease and desist to people it's like if you're going to talk about me i'm sending you a cease and desist or i'm going to fucking sue you yeah and it's like chloe's doing the same thing apparently this girl on tiktok was like kind of giving chloe advice like girly come on we're done with him we're done just with like tristan. we're saying right now exactly and this girl's TikTok blew up and Chloe uh, somehow got her entire TikTok account deleted. And this girl is like a part of the creator fund. She's like, this is literally like my job with you with your millions of dollars. It's like, and it's like, yes, being a celebrity, it's like, obviously people are going to talk about you. Right. It's like, I get it. She's a drama channel or whatever, but she even says in the comments, she's like, I was literally being fucking nice. And I know what TikTok it was. Me she too. Literally I literally didn't say anything at all to it. It's just like, dude, come on. What we would say to each other if we were in the exact same position. Yeah. It's like, dude, he can't be trusted. Right. And it's like, if you want to keep him in your life, pull his Courtney and Scott. Or even like Travis and Kylie. It's like, you know, they're not open about like where they stand in their relationship at all. But they're clearly saying like that, you know, that they're clearly showing that they're not like an actual couple couple, but that they're still like co-parenting and are like close. Like there's a little fine line, but it's not like right. Travis is acting like Tristan where he's like, you know, trying to, I'm begging Kylie this, this, and right. this, you know, it's like. And no one's talking about if Travis is hooking up with other girls or not. No. You know, it's like Tristan and Chloe, you've done this to yourselves. 
straight up. Kylie and Travis keep it under wraps. Yeah, they do. So no one can really come out and say, yo, he was cheating when we don't even know where they stand in their relationship. Exactly. They're cool. It was just Travis's birthday. What does Kylie do? Throw him a huge fucking banger. They go to Miami. They're all over each other. And when I see that, my heart is happy. I was, when the video on, like her Instagram or like her Instagram of him like grabbing her heel and like tapping on her leg. Dude, shut up. I go, that is, because Travis Scott, I'm sorry, say I was the hottest brand of bitch in the world sitting, you know, next to him at this concert. He would never be like, give me your legs, sweetie, and like tapity tap, you know, right. you'd be like, dumb bitch. Like, you know, Kylie, it's like that you can tell how close they are. That's like your fucking yeah. wife, baby mama. Yeah. It's like, they and have a Kylie Jenner. It's exactly. like, they're they, so close. They have a total respect for each other. Yeah. And, and that's what Chloe and Tristan do not have. Right. There's never been any respect. Level of respect. Ever. Ever. Zero. Zip. If you want to, you know, put these rumors to rest, come out and say things. I mean, some people will obviously always believe Sydney, the model, but it's like, if you guys came out with a genuine fucking story, came out with like, this is a lie, yeah. then I would probably believe you guys. But that's what makes me think it is true because no one's bothering to say a single thing besides just right. like sending cease and desist and deleting people's TikTok. I bet how pissed Chloe and like the, all the Kardashians, like oh. the whole family is because it's like him. We especially. are constantly never getting, they're never getting a break no. with the scandals and the drama and people talking about them. So it's like, Tristan, way to go, bro. <laughs> For real. It's like, add that one to my docket when we just got done with Chloe's like edited photo scandal or whatever. For real. Dude, you really can't like keep, your shit together for a second it's like we are the hottest commodity family anything that anyone is out of line is gonna blow up and exactly. we look stupid especially and they give i'm sure they kim barely came around trying to be friends with tristan oh barely which i am literally kim in that situation no so are you straight up because it's like no way like did kim she fucking had his number blocked forever yeah. she was such a bitch to him couldn't get even all- during the delivery of true she was like i can't even look at him in the in the room um, delivery room no like kim is literally stand by and chloe like i don't give a shit if you like him yeah. again and you forgive him it's like i don't so it doesn't matter but then kim finally and slowly with tristan still trying to come back and being nice and sweet she finally came around like she posted for tristan's birthday and this right here has got you sent back to the doghouse and i'm cementing the door shut exactly <laughs> i barely had it slightly cracked for him. I had like a doggy door for him. <laughs> That's literally it. Now it is sealed shut for good. All right, Sitches. And that is a wrap on this week's episode. We will have a full recap on the premiere of Siesta Key on Monday. And we will see you snitches next week for another gossip update. I can't believe it. <laughs> I, I, you got, yeah. got me in a body bag. <laughs> Little snippies. Snippy, snippy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)